This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 114 is going to be from John chapter 3, verses 14 through 17. God loves us so much that he gave his son, not to condemn the world, but to save it, so we can have forgiveness and be with him for eternity. John chapter 3, verses 14 through 17 read, And and as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. The Son of Man had to be lifted up because this was the only way that mankind was going to be able to be saved from their sins. He had to be given upon the cross. He had to shed his blood for us so that we would have the opportunity of being in heaven with him because without that blood, we would not have the hope of everlasting life. But through belief in him, we should not perish but have eternal life. That word should is there. And we need to be sure that we understand that this does not say will not perish, but should not perish. God gave his son so that we could have the opportunity. And believing in him gives us that opportunity through obedience to have everlasting life. In Matthew chapter 7 and verse 21, it says, Not everyone that says unto me, Lord, Lord, shall inherit the kingdom of God, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God so loved the world, verse 16, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That should is repeated in verse 16, And it's said twice here so that it will be emphasized that there is a responsibility on our part. The responsibility on our part is to be obedient to him. But he loved us so much that he gave his son, not to condemn the world, but to save it so we can have forgiveness and be with him for eternity. Verse 17, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. When Jesus came to this earth, it was not to condemn it, but to save it. In Luke 19 and verse 10, it says, Jesus came to seek and to save that which was lost. But let's not delude ourselves. Let's not be fooled. When Jesus comes back a second time, he's coming back with judgment. In Acts chapter 17 and verse 30 and 31, truly this time of ignorance God once overlooked, but now commands all men everywhere to repent. For he has appointed a day in which he will judge the world through his Son, Jesus Christ. There is a day appointed in which God is going to judge the world through his Son. And we are going to be judged by the words that Jesus spoke, John chapter 12, verses 48 through 50. And so, though he did not send his Son the first time to condemn the world, but when he returns a second time, he is going to be coming with judgment. 
and those that were not obedient to him, those that did not believe him, and belief implies obedience to him, are going to be condemned when he returns a second time. Now, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He loved us so much that he sent his son into this world. And this is prophesied about all the way back in Genesis chapter 3 and verse 15. And I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. And I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and his and her seed. And he shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. So God planned on sending his son. All the way back to the foundation of the world, God knew that he was going to have to send his son into this world because we were going to sin. We were going to separate ourselves from him. And so he planned this and he loved us so much that he sent his perfect son into this world to live, to suffer, and to bleed, and to die for our sins. In Isaiah chapter 53 and verses 1 through 12, the Bible reads, Who has believed our report, and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of dry ground. He has no form or comeliness, and when we see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows, and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. And he was despised, and we did not esteem him. Surely he was born, he has bore our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him. And by his stripes we were healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted. Yet he opened not his mouth. He was led as a lamb to the slaughter. And as a sheep before its shearers is silent. So he opened not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment. And who will declare his generation? For he was cut off from the land of the living. For the transgressions of my people he was stricken, and they made his grave with the wicked, but with the rich at his death, because he had done no violence, nor was there any deceit in his mouth. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He he has put him to grief. When you make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days. And the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see the labor of his soul and be satisfied. By his knowledge, my righteous servant shall justify many, for he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore, I will divide him a portion with the great, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he poured out his soul unto death. And he was numbered with the transgressors, and he bore the sins of many, and made intercession for the transgressors. Through Isaiah chapter 53, verses 1 through 12, we see the love that God has for us in allowing his son to go through these horrible things in order to save us, in order to die on a cross so that we might have the forgiveness of our sins. 
he came to this earth, even though he was God, John chapter 1 and verse 1, and he suffered. He left the glory of heaven to be born as a man. In verse 2 of Isaiah 53, it says, For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of dry ground. He has no form or comeliness. And when we see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He, he left the glory of heaven and being with the Father to come here and live as a man with no form or comeliness, no beauty that we should desire him. What a great gift God gave us. How much love he showed us in allowing his son to come here, to be a man rejected, a man of sorrows, acquainted with grief. Before leaving heaven, he knew none of those things, but he was willing to come here and get acquainted with them for us and to be lowly esteemed. He was despised and we did not esteem him. He was God. He was the Christ. He was the Messiah, but we did not esteem him. How much love he showed us upon that cross. How much love he showed us in coming to this earth to live the life that he lived, perfect and unblemished, spotless, and then to be persecuted and die upon a cross. In John chapter 1 and verse 29, it says, The next day John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is who he was. He was the Lamb of God who would take away the sin of the world. But we didn't recognize him. But they did not recognize him. They persecuted him, even though he was there to help them. Without him, they have no chance of being in heaven. We have no chance of being in heaven. We need to be sure that we're respecting him, honoring him for who he is, and loving him back for the love that he has poured out richly us. God loves us so much that he gave his son not to condemn the world, but to save it so we can have the forgiveness and be with him for eternity. We can be forgiven of our sins through Jesus. That's how much he loved us. In John chapter 5 and verse 30, it says, I can of myself do nothing. As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is righteous, because I do not seek my own will but the will of the Father who sent me. And going back up to 22, we're going to read down through verse 30 for context. For the Father judges no one, but has committed all judgment to the Son, that all should honor the Son just as they honor the Father. He who does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who hears my word and believes in him who sent me has everlasting life and shall not come into judgment, but has passed from death into life. Most assuredly, I say to you, the hour is coming, and now is, when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God, and those who hear will live. For as the Father has life in himself, so he has granted the Son to have life in himself, and has given him authority to execute judgment also, because he is the Son of Man. Do not marvel at this. For the hour is coming in which all who are in the graves will hear his voice and come forth. Those who have done good to the resurrection of life and those who have done evil to the resurrection of damnation. I can of myself do nothing. As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is righteous because I do not seek my own will, but the will of the Father who sent me. We should honor the Son as we honor the Father because the Father has given the Son all authority. 
He has loved us so much that he has sent his son into this world to show us how to get to heaven. John chapter 14 and verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes unto the Father except by me. We honor Jesus by showing the love that he has shown to us back to him by listening to him and obeying him. John chapter 14 and verse 15, if you love me, keep my commandments. John chapter 14 and verse 15, if you love me, keep my commandments. We can only love Jesus when we show appreciation for what he has done for us and for allowing us to have the word of God to live by in our lives so that we can be approved of by him. 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman who need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. God loves us so much that he gave his son not to condemn the world, but to save it so we can have forgiveness and be with him for eternity. God wants us to be with him for eternity, but we have to listen to him. We have to walk down the path that he is showing us in his word through his son, and that path is through his son. I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes unto the Father except by me. In Romans chapter 5 and verses 22, I'm sorry, Romans chapter 5 verses 6 through 11, the Bible says, For when we were still without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet perhaps for a good man someone would even dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love toward us, and while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than having been now been justified by his blood, we shall be saved from the wrath through him. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, much more, having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only that, but we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received the reconciliation. He has reconciled us to himself through his son, through his son's death. And while we were still sinners... Christ died for us. This is how God demonstrates his love for us. We were enemies of the cross, and he died for us. That's how much he loves us. And God allowed this to take place. He demonstrated his love for us. We need to demonstrate our love for him back when we keep his commandments. God loves us so much that he gave his son not to condemn the world, but to save it so we can have forgiveness and be with him for eternity. Now, he sent his son into the world to save it, not to condemn it. But we will be condemned if we don't listen to him. If we don't follow his word, we will be condemned. If we do not repent of sin and come to him, we will be condemned. Luke chapter 13, verses 3 and 5, the Bible says, I tell you, nay, unless you repent, ye shall all likewise perish. He sent his son, so this did not have to happen. But if we don't listen to his son, if we don't show our love to his son, for the love that he has shown us, we will lose our everlasting life and be condemned to hell. God loves us so much that he gave his son not to condemn the world, but to save it so we can have forgiveness and be with him for eternity. So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you.
We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Byway Media by visiting our website, bywaymedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts on all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.